0: Shut up, and sit down.
1: Welcome to a very, very special edition of Third Shift. It is episode 87, and I am sick as a dog bringing to you this awesome news that we have this week. You can hear Matt Cackling back there. As always, it's me... One of the co-hosts, Mr. Eric, and with me is none other than the cackling crazy person, Mr. Matt. Well, Mr. Matt, another week has gone by. All the cool things have happened. Let's talk about it.
0: What's going on? Uh, not much going on this week. I was trying to think of like big personal stories because I had like, you know, ten minutes that I filled last week. I don't have much go that went on this week. Uh, had game night with you know our friends on Saturday. That was pretty cool. We played Overwatch and had a blast on Friday. That's always cool. As far as other video games, I beat Danganronpa 1. That was fantastic. Really love that game. It's really interesting, like the mechanics and stuff of it, which I'll talk more about when we do our Patreon monthly roundup doodle. But that was a lot of fun. If anybody likes Phoenix Wright games, if anybody likes the Zero Escape series, It's kind of a nice hybrid of both. I've said that before, but I'm saying it again because I know it because it's true, and I had a blast with that whole thing. So that was a lot of fun. Of course, on Tuesday, Yakuza 6 came out, so I've just been, been tucked up in my little Yakuza bed, drinking my Yakuza whiskey out of my Yakuza glass, wearing my Yakuza shirt while I play and have a lot of fun. It's really interesting because it's, I told you this earlier, it's really visually unimpressive, but everything else is there. All the side quests are still there, all the goofiness, all the craziness, and then all the seriousness in the story, it's all still there, but it's just not engaging to look at for some reason. I'll talk more about it maybe when I do a review of it, or maybe just in the Patreon monthly roundup. Other than that, it's just worked for me. Woohoo, work and play video games. What about you, dude? Oh, well, boy, oh, boy. So on the gaming front, I've
1: been all over the board as I always am. I've got a little Fortnite in, a little Monster Hunter, some Sea of Thieves has been had, oh goodness, what else, I don't know, a couple Switch games I've been rocking out here and there. All in all, pretty decent week for gaming, I've had my dabbled my fingers in a little bit, but on the fun note. On the best side of this whole week, besides this wonderful cold, which started last night, now is it just full blown destroying my life, (laughs) sucking all my energy away from me, and making me wish I was a dead human. But that's all right, because you know what else happened, boys and girls? You're not going to believe it. Not going to believe it. So, Saturday, or was it Sunday? I don't remember which. One of those two.
0: It was Saturday, I think. I don't no, know. No, I think it was Sunday because you came into work and said, hey, guess what happened last night? That's right. Yes, it was Sunday. My daughter had uh, her dance recital. Yep.
1: This was it. Yeah. Yep. So we, we go into town, all right? We go to this dance recital. We're gone pretty much all day long. Just a beautiful day. Go out and eat. Have a great time. Now, meanwhile, while this is all happening, Michigan, our little area, is having a snow slash rain storm slash just ice storm slash storm all the things yeah so I get home there's no power that's not new where I live power goes out all the time well son of a gun alright so I get the generator running I get everything started off alright it hey, doesn't matter no big deal like, hey put the kids to bed Oh, go downstairs and play some games yeah so I come <laughs> on down and, <laughs> and there's like a weird barrage you know like a little, little shimmer and I go <laughs> and I think it's my eyes you know I got bad eyes <laughs> And I go, what's, what's what's wrong with my eyes? I got my, my eyes are leaking? What's going on? Nope. Nope. <laughs> basement was flooded again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course you're all thinking, didn't you just fix your entire basement and go crazy? Yes, I did. I did all the flooring. I patched up all sorts of stuff. Did all the things. Well, what happened was, is <laughs> when the power went out, the sub pumps, of course, made power went out. Now, yes, there's a backup battery. However, Back of battery must have died because my uh, my pump, well, filled up and flooded my basement. So if it ain't one thing, it's another. Beautiful. <laughs> so I spent the entire night sopping up water with a wet vac, hauling it up the stairs, dumping it out the side of the house, popped. 2am-ish, 2, 2 change, I don't know, somewhere that rage is when I was finally done and got to go to bed. Uh, what a miserable <laughs>
0: night that was, I'll tell you what. Went to work with like four hours of sleep. <laughs> uh-uh. See, I think the solution is, well, I, I said it to you at work, just pour cement down the basement and don't have a basement. Just have your house sit on a cement block and that's it. You can't have anything in the basement because it will always flood. But it's so much room down here, no. <laughs> <laughs> just build a second story. And then it can like leak down into the first floor, and the first floor can flood somehow for some reason. I don't know.
1: Yes, something would go wrong. Yeah. Something would go wrong. In this world, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong, uh-huh. okay? We know this well. It is the way it goes. I'm just curious to see how many more times in my life my basement could flood. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. So that's what I did with my Sunday night and I hope to do it again and tell you guys for the, what, fifth time that, <laughs> that my face was <basement> flooded. <laughs> that was about it this week. Uh, of course, like you said, we hung out and did some gaming Friday. And, you know, I've been out about with the family. We're just itching to get spring here. we got a lot of projects around we want to do, but
0: other than that, man. Same old, same old. And speaking of same old, same old, what do we do every other Tuesday? It was IG2G. We did episode 27 this week. It was a lot of fun. I had fun. You had fun. It was a fun episode. We had fun.
1: We did. It was a fun time. Go check it out, as always. We encourage you to just say,
0: hey, look what these guys are up to. Ooh. That's right. And coming up next week, we actually have Talented Tuesday Art Competition, because if everybody remembers, Jozo's finally peer pressured into sending us a little piece of art for Minrec's next meal. So you got to draw something. i got to draw something. Dan's got to draw something. Hey, I'll open it up. Everyone else on the floor here. Hey, Hunter. Uh, sean how about ash how about joe king how about elisa melendez everybody send in some fan art of Minrek's next meal we'll have just a f- whole family affair here what do you th- what do you say about that
1: hey i'm all about it we'll see if everybody does it i already got who was getting fed to Minrek in my boat so i'm ready i'm ready for tuesday assuming i'm not dead from this cold but, you know other than that we'll be all
0: right <laughs> And hey, even if you're dead, I can still <laughs> oh, cash sure. in shift codes for golden keys in Borderlands too. So hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider and go grab those up.
1: Get yourselves free loot. Well, I encourage you, even if I am dead, to uh, come get mine too, Matt. You know why not? Just come log into my account, throw out all my keys too. You whoa. know I've got a plethora. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: I'm not going in your flooded ass basement to get your PS4. That's Aww. I, I can no. If you leave me probably- <laughs> here, get like your dad or like an old Michigan man to leave me a pair of waders, Then I'll go down in the basement, in your flooded ass basement, because it'll flood. Because you like, you'll roll into the sump pump and clog it up somehow with your bloated carcass. And then, uh, so I'll wade down and I'll get you stuff. That's how we'll do it.
1: If you could, maybe pull out my bloated carcass, so I can have like a proper burial. That'd be pretty cool. I'm, I'm no? just there
0: for the golden keys. Just man. there for I'm just the here for keys. keys. All right.
1: Yeah, that's all
0: right. <laughs> I'm dead and gone anyway. I don't care. <laughs> but you can't die because you got to stick around for Battleborn Day, which is still coming up May fourth, fifth, and sixth. We still don't have any details on that, but what we do have details on is the Battleborn free rotation for this week. This week we got Alani, we got Isaac, we got Whiskey Foxtrot, Marquis Dandy, and Oscar Mike. What do you think of the lineup, sick man Eric? Oh, let me
1: tell you, Alani, holy moly, with her fireball skills, she is the bomb diggity. When she does her Super Inferno, it is awesome. I'm just saying, she's all about them cool fire skills, you need to get on board with that. Mm -hmm. She can be used by pretty much anybody, ton of fun. Eh,
0: earned that pretty decent, decent rotation. And I give it a thumbs down. So let's move on to Fortnite. Patch 3.5 did drop this week, and we also got some more of those free bonuses they were giving away for all the downtime they had last week. Two piece specific, let <laughs> me put up the show notes, you got 20 Battle Pass stars in Battle Royale, and you got 1,600 gold in Save the World. I don't think they had specified the numbers last week, so now we got numbers, now you got that. And, plus, hey, extra bonus, do-do-do-do-do, double XP weekend. For battle royale, get your butt in there and play some battle royale and get some double XP. I agree with that. I agree wholeheartedly with that, and I'm
1: glad you mentioned that because I was wondering if you had that up and running, and I was gonna throw it in there if you did it. But gosh, bless it, man! It's on top of it, smacking Not the ball it today, Whoa. son. This is definitely the weekend. If you haven't tried Fortnite, which I don't know if anybody who has it, mm. but you can't you can never go wrong with double XP. So head out of there, rack it up, get them points, buy yourself some cool stuff.
0: Yep, and other than that, not too much in the patch notes. We got a light machine gun in uh, Battle Royale. Let's see, we got Into the Storm Encore and Save the World. Uh oh, we got we got hand flappings.
1: Uh not a big deal. I don't know if you know, man, but LMG is my business, man. That's true. That's what I roll with in every game that has a weapon of that nature in it. That's what I roll with in real life. Bam, busting out that saw. Grr, 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 taking out people left or right.
0: That's true, that's true.
1: That's a big deal, because now I will do nothing but find an LMG. I don't care if I win or lose, I'm not going to stop till I find one. And if <laughs> I don't find one, I'll just keep wandering around aimlessly <laughs> until I'm shot to death. Nice. I don't even care gonna be fantastic that's a big deal that's awesome and it's a nice replacement too since they got rid of the guided missile because it was uh op and everybody was saying it's not really quite fair so they said hey we're gonna throw that into the bag burner and uh maybe weigh it out a little bit later
0: but for now boom look we get an lmg it's beautiful and if you're sitting there in save-the-world mode and you got sad because you're an LMG guy, don't be sad because they got the neon LMG in save-the-world mode for you, too. It's all shiny. It's all looking cool. If I had a neon LMG in the real-life world, I would have a neon, so I'd just be like, Brr, brrr, brrr, just like you were. That, that would be me. I would uh, fully
1: agree with that, and I think it looks pretty sweet, not to mention the into the store with the Lars, uh, the whole shindig is back around, mm. and if you complete it, you get, for sure, one of the new uh, the Neon Cyberpunk uh, character models. So cool. pretty cool. You're definitely going to want that.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think other than that, in Fortnite news, they've got the 50v50v2 did actually hit today, Thursday, as we're recording this. Everyone knows that was the thing that broke everything last time. But now it's here, and now it's available, and now it didn't break everything. So that's always good. Yeah, definitely.
1: I like how they have it set up, too. You know, We've talked about it before, but I really dig the whole you get some time to just gather, then it's time for the battle, and then you get the wrap-up battle as everything just kind of kills off everybody until somebody's left. It's, mm. it's nice, it's quick,
0: you're not going to be there for 500 years going against one another. I like it. So yeah, hit up that. Have a blast with double XP in Battle Royale mode. And I almost forgot until I looked at the show notes right now. In Save the World mode, if you are Save the World Johnny like I am, You will get a free Into the Storm Llama each day that the double XP weekend is going. So get yourself some free loot. That's always good. I mean, I like the way that, hey, here's a bonus for these guys. But we also figured out a way to put it a bonus over here for the Save the World peeps. That's always nice. I like that.
1: It is. And a quick note on that, make sure you log in every day, all four days, if you want all the llamas, because you have to log in on those specific dates. It won't just accrue all four for you and log in at the very end. doesn't work that way, so make sure you get on every day to get
0: your llama. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should specify it started Thursday today, so no one's going to be able to hear this except for like maybe Danny when she's editing it, and mm-hmm. then runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. So four full days, just like you said, all kinds of good stuff. Indeed it is. And then one last thing to close out the Fortnite thing, something that I have hard copy right here. What is this? This Ooh. is a newspaper. I don't know if you millennials have ever seen one of these before in like in your real-life world, but this got pulled out of the USA Today section in the local Lansing State Journal. There's a big article here. I'll just read you the headline and then like the little mini-headline. It says Fortnite obsession driving schools crazy. Educators say video game is huge distraction. So yeah, you're making the national papers Fortnite, you're doing a good job, you're making all the students miss all their classes, it's great. That's what good (laughs) games do. (laughs) Uh, That might be a mixed message, man. (laughs) No, sit there in class on your iPhone and play Battle Royale. Who needs to learn stuff? Who needs to learn? I mean, look, you and I went to college and tried hard and applied ourselves, and look where we ended up. So just don't bother. Don't bother.
1: You're right. You shouldn't bother, kids. Just play Fortnite and don't even worry about it. You either know people or you don't.
0: (laughs) Now we're really getting into bad mixed messages here.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: Well, I mean, someone's got to hear the truth, right? <laughs> someone's got to tell it. Not us, but who? And speaking of telling the truth, Compulsion Games, with their weekly journal, always tells us some true things and some has some insights and all kinds of good stuff. This one was all about encounters and quests and building up the quest system, and we didn't have a quest system, and now we got a quest system. What stood out on this one for you, dude?
1: Well, basically, we've, we've gone over it once before, but I love how it evolved from the... Uh, the go through, uh, cheese on oh, pizza, escape me. Sorry, I'm sick as a dog. Um, <laughs> like a survival game type, like roguelike, yeah. Uh, yeah, roguelike, yes, there you go. And then it developed because everybody kept clamoring for more story. Why do you know what the heck's going on in this place? Mm-hmm. And so the game itself evolved into a, a quest game quest based game instead of a roguelike game Mm -hmm. and then even from there they talked about how it started off as hey we're not going to like push you in any direction we're not going to tell you where anything's at you kind of like got to stumble into the events and then they were finding like that nobody was finding the events, and so the story was still going untold, and everybody was getting upset. Mm-hmm. And so they had to reiterate once again to kind of push the stories at you, get you going to where you needed to be to see the right things, and all sorts of other good stuff, just to get people on board with what the story was trying to do for you. Because everyone was just running right by it, skipping it. Whenever there's was text, uh, text and or voiceover, people were running right by that had no... No context for what the heck was happening, so mm-hmm. pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really cool, just the whole development storyline of it, and then something that made me think of you and me and our issues that we have in some of these big, giant open world games is they were talking about when they created that intro area to like funnel, the, funnel you into the story and then give you quests that bring you out in specific areas. The I don't know what I'm doing problem, like getting out of the sewers in uh, freaking Oblivion, and it's just like, well, just go do it. I had I have the feeling that it this was the same thing. It's just hey, you're here in Wellington Wells and figure out a way out. Well what what does that mean? What what am I doing? What am I not supposed to do? What what am I supposed to do? So it's good to hear that I mean, obviously we knew they were working on it cuz all the times they're talking about reworking the opening area for Arthur's storyline, but it's good to hear it and then like you said, you know, you'd walk past a quest giver and he'd just like vocally bark at you, but if you weren't really paying attention, you could just run past him. Or they were talking about other issues where certain like quest important people didn't have like their own quest specific pathing. They had to give them like a puppet system to give them specific instructions. Otherwise they'd just run off and like, Hey, it's time for the quest. And he would just run away from you. And if you didn't follow him well, you just didn't, get the quest done you just couldn't do it which part of me is a little sad matt because Uh. i can envision an
1: awesome night of drinking some beers and be like hey he's as a quest guy and then he just takes off running we're just chasing him for like 20 minutes around trying to get Mm -hmm. a quest and he's just like running all over the place going to the random basements or whatever Uh. i thought that was the how they talked about how they kind of had about a free roaming system where they could just live and move Mm -hmm. and they found out that hey this doesn't necessarily work all the time so we have to kind of give a, a base
0: program for which to work here. Mm. Pretty- Plus that, and they add, they figured out that they had to add a specific conversation system where you get like get sucked into a cutscene when it's quest time, when it's info time, when it's story time. That way, again, you're not just running past them. You're not. You know, looking around actively going, oh, man, I wonder if there's a Bobby over here. I wonder if there's something cool in the trash can over there while the guy's going, hey, you know, it's really important back in the day. We, uh, uh, and then you just go, oh, I missed it. Uh, what did he What did he say? Even though it's my own fault. So it's good that they, they're dialing it in because people want more story. So they're making all the tweaks to make it a story game. I appreciate it.
1: I do, too. But what I really appreciate, man, come on. Eric, crazy legs. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I I thought about it when I read it, and then I totally forgot until right now. I'm hoping this is going to be a really cool little character. I don't know how big of a role he plays, if he's literally just a 10-minute quest giver, and you never see him again or not, but
0: I have high hopes. Maybe he could be my brother. Maybe his legs are so crazy because they're always in the water, because his house is always flooded, and he's got a big old <laughs> ball, shiny head. That would be amazing. Uh, if you're to Compulsion, you got any time. <laughs> Make that real. It'd be awesome. And then you got like uh. you got like big dumpy guy Matt Matt Japanophile who like sits in his room and ta- talks in Yakuza terms. He's like missing a pinky because that's the stereotypical Yakuza thing. There we go. He's got like a big Yakuza <laughs> tattoo on his back, except it looks bad because somebody was high on joy when they made it. There we go. Uh-huh. We're in the game. It's official. I'm leaking it right now. We're in the game. Find us. You can find us. We're. De- I'm hundred percent sure we're in there. Yeah, we're hidden in
1: to Wells somewhere. <laughs> that's not true. It's a lie. No,
0: it's not true. Uh, I wish it was. It'd be pretty cool.
1: be pretty darn cool, man. But beyond that, that's uh it for this week at Compulsion on my end. What about you?
0: I think that was pretty much it for me. Let me just uh, scan my notes here as well. I mean, I guess I should mention it, because it does tie into the conversation system, but I didn't mention it specifically. Since you're in that cutscene, it can't get interrupted by anybody. So, like, if a Bobby turns the corner and sees you two downers talking, he can't just run in and trash the whole quest conversation. I mean, I mentioned it earlier that, you know, you can't mess it up, but no one else can mess it up from the outside either. So, just a little sprinkle of extra on top of the thing I already talked about, but I do think it was worth mentioning, because I think even in... I don't know if it ever happened in Witcher, but in some other games you get that like that initial dialogue where like the quest giver's like doing his bark to make you look at him to get the exclamation mark over his head. But if there was like, you know, a drowner or something around and he took a swipe at him, he could just kill him right away. Or in, you know, other games this happens all the time. So it's good that once you're getting quest and story, you two are locked in there, you're not getting interrupted until it's done. That's good.
1: Well, that's mo- definitely awesome, but the only thing I do wonder is, do they have a pathing route kind of paused when you're in a uh, quest sequence as well? Because oh, yeah. it would still kind of suck, say they can't attack you, but say they can walk into your area, and then as soon as the path, you know, the quest uh, chain is over, mm. you go, oh, hi, and then they start beating you to death. It'd kind of be the same thing, really, except for the fact that you'd at least have a chance to fight them off. Mm. So I wonder if they've done anything with that.
0: I would assume it'd be like a like a Skyrim Fallout thing, because once you go swoop into like awkward conversation mode in those games, doesn't like everything freeze pretty much. You just kind of. I think so. I think that's the way it is. I'm 90% sure of this And I mean, it kind it kind of has that feel to it when you see characters interacting. Like it's its own little cutscene. So I feel like when you do that swoop in, it'll be like, all right, cutscene time. Everybody go on your cutscene paths, which are going to be. You know, away from the route you're going.
1: I would assume that's the case. If they've already thought about the fact that they don't want to be interrupting the quest itself and killing you, they've thought about the aftermath of once the quest line's over. So Yeah, absolutely. Or sequence, I should say, not line, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. All right, so that pretty much wraps up Compulsion Games Weekly Journal. We did get a little cool Gearbox Publishing thing via Game Informer. They had a little article about how Gearbox Publishing got their start, what they've been up to, what they've been doing in the past, what they're looking at in the future. Some pretty cool stuff here. I didn't actually pull out all that much, but I know you got a couple things.
1: Uh, I was just going to state that uh, shout-out to Robbie Key, first off. He's the individual who did the article over there at Game Informer. Uh, it was just pretty neat. In the sense that uh, they when they were talking to the individuals over at Compulsion, how they were shopping around uh, publishers, trying to figure out where they could go, who where they could stay, and find a good fit in, and it was just interesting to me how they they brought up the fact that for some of the larger publishers, they would be like a third card. Mm. You know, we're gonna put you out, but you're you know you're filler, and that you know that's not bad per se, but at the same time. That kind of sucks, you know. When you're like, oh, you know, we're not. You're not really important to us in the in the sense of making the huge bucks. So we're gonna kind of just patch you in where we can. And so they kept looking and found out that you know Gearbox was throwing in the publishing side and that they were focusing on helping out the smaller studios and and really pushing hard to get that going. And and they're like, yeah, it's a perfect fit for us.
0: Yeah, and definitely, especially when they talked about how you know they go through their weekly meetings and even Gearbox is. I mean, I'm sure it's just like on a call or you know some, like, Skype kind of thing, but that Gearbox is in on those weekly meetings or is checking up on those. So, I mean, that really just shows you, and especially because we've seen how much the game has grown and how Gearbox has helped them grow out the game that they've had versus if you went with an EA, it would be like, hey, you know, we really need some help with this. And, you know, they'd be like, well, you know, figure it out or you won't meet your metrics and then we'll just dump you. I'm not saying EA is a bad company that would do that, but I'm saying that they would do that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying. Well,
1: I know what you're talking about, yes. I won't, I'm will. i not going to point out figures that just EA, but yes, a larger publisher definitely would be inclined to do so if uh, other uh, uh, monetary things of value weren't working out for them. I, I can get it, but I don't want to put any figures out there, mm. even though EA did kill Visceral and uh, Dead Space, so I'll never forgive them, but that's okay. That's all right. Decide the point. It's all right. <laughs> we just keep on trucking. Yeah, that's right. But I, it, was just, it was interesting to hear him talk about all that, and it never even really crossed my mind to think that you know, hey, this smaller publishing uh, unit here would be more helpful to us because they're going to be more attentive. They're going to really bring us in and do everything they can to make make us successful. And yes, yeah, sure, they don't have some of the resources that the larger ones, the larger publishers would have, but I feel the trade-off is definitely there, mm-hmm. and uh, I think they made a, a wise decision for sure.
0: Yep, I agree, too. Anything else stand out for you on this one, dude? Yes. And
1: lastly, uh, one little part of the article that really stood out was the fact that they mentioned the Duke Nukem 20th Anniversary World Tour edition and the Bulletstorm full clip edition and how they did make uh, you know, a modest amount of success and money off of those. It was just something in the previous episodes we've... Wondered about and talked about, like, how did they do? Was it cool? Was it bad? Mm-hmm. Did it work out? Because I, for one would love to see another bullet storm in the world, and we know we're going to get another Duke Nukem at some point because Randy's talked about it. He just doesn't know when because they got to figure out a good story for it, something that's going to make sense in today's climate area, and blah, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. So with there being a, a little bit of success there, I can at least have a, a small amount of hope that maybe there'll be some interest for a bullet storm-type game again mm-hmm. in the future because – I love
0: that game. I had a ton of fun with it. As long as you had a jump in, I am 100 percent on Yep, definitely agree. And I think kind of tied into that same paragraph, they did talk about Hello Neighbor a little bit, and they did announce that they had reached. I think it was in February. The head of that head of the development team had tweeted it out that they had shipped their, they had sold or shipped or whatever. Sold, I guess, sold, sold overall. Yes, yeah, sold and shipped together as a unit 500,000 copies and that the retail version which again Gearbox helped, you know, put that out on store shelves, that was the second most popular version. Said they had Xbox, so I'm assuming just Xbox Live downloads, retail, then direct PC sales and then Steam. So, I mean it wasn't I shouldn't say it this way, but I'm going to say it that way. It wasn't like it was like worthless the the retail version cuz it was second most used or bought or downloaded version of it so it's good to see that i mean it's good that it wasn't dead last i mean
1: see and i know you don't typically buy a lot of like physical but you know we talked about it a little bit a while back the moms and dads of the world you know still go out there they buy these physical copies of games for their kids and Mm. and a lot of times you know they're just like hey i heard johnny talking about hello neighbor i heard johnny talking about Fortnite. They go in. They don't understand that they can get it online, digitally, download real fast. So they go in the store. Well, you got that Fortnite game? What's GameStop gonna do? Of course, just just bam right here. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of us, you know, more in the groove kind of peeps are gonna go just buy it digitally, do this, and that. That's a lot of sales still come from that. I mean, it's not dead yet. Not until uh, we're old, I think, is when you'll see that finally fade. That's another topic for another day.
0: Yeah, I, I, I 100% agree with that. I still do buy a lot of physical stuff. Just not, I mean, stuff that I care about, like Yakuza 6, all my Yakuza well, games yeah, physical, yeah you're so Yeah, your big
1: collector stuff, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see any of that, so I don't know. That's not a world I That's I true. See. I don't <laughs> see Matt's house. I don't know what Matt does with any of his stuff. I don't... <laughs> To be honest, I know very little about this
0: guy. You see this wall and, this, and <laughs> I these blinds. And these blinds.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh, speaking uh, of yeah. things that you don't see or hear or know about, what's up with Nerdvana? Did they have an episode this week, Eric? They did not. And they did not talk about why they
1: did not. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, Randy. Randy I, Pitchford. I'm Aliza. waiting for that
0: five star review, Randy Pitchford. It's about time. You just got to get on say, our, I little review know, hop, hop, it. I don't know. And just, just do it.
1: I hope we hear from them soon. Otherwise, yo, we're going to be eating some five-star goodness soon. <sighs> so hopefully they come back. I'm not sure what the heck's going on. They haven't really said much. I'm just going to keep assuming, as I did a few weeks ago, that they're going nuts with the uh, game that they're going to be talking about here shortly. Because remember, on the publishing side, they said by the end of this month, they're going to have a big announcement. And then, of course, the E3, you know darn well they got something coming. I don't know what. I guess. know. <laughs>
0: I will I believe that doesn't have to be true. <laughs> I will believe that when I see it, but I do remember specifically the publishing team said last time they could possibly reveal two of those games in the next update, which is only a couple of weeks away. And I will say burn on you guys at Gearbox boo bad form and give you thumbs down because that article about Gearbox publishing, Gearbox tweeted out the direct link with a little picture of the Gearbox publishing thing and I went, "Ooh, they're announcing the two games early." And then I clicked on, and it was the Game Informer article because I don't read things. You know, I just look at things and I click buttons. Just look and click. Yeah, I I looked and clicked, and I went, "This isn't it." Boo! I'm grumpy. And then you got grumpy. So so bad form on you guys. Not really, but I'm just saying. Come on, you you made my (laughs) you you raised my hopes and dashed them quite expertly. That's a quote from Futurama. Ha ha.
1: Oh man, the article was good. There were still some good nuggets
0: in there. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was was a good article. I'm just saying. I know you're breaking the chops. That's right. And hey, if you want to break our chops, you can send us feedback, questions, comments, concerns. You could do all that good stuff via email info at thirdshift.me. Tweet at us at thirdshiftme and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. Like Eric's mom did. She liked the page. Why don't you like the page? Get on it.
1: Whoa! Yes, my mom has finally come out over and liked the page. You see that? If my own mom can get out and like something from me, then anybody can. <laughs> <laughs> And if you knew me, you'd know why that's significant. (laughs) Nobody likes me. uh but if you like Matt and Danny and I know you guys do you can also head on over to the patreon we have set up throw us a five dollars one dollar hundred dollars doesn't matter we treat it like a tip jar anything and everything is most appreciated everyone who has or does currently throw us a little bit of money here and there we love you guys and gals a bunch we thank you very very much it's all for the show making it better doing things to improve what we got going and to keep it going forever so if you can't that's all right too Give us some friggin' likes. Give us some messages. Give us all the good stuff in the world. It motivates us and makes us happy and come in and do these podcasts even when we're sick as dogs because
0: it's amazing and we appreciate all y'all. Of course, we always do appreciate you guys. And also, of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we'll be back in your ear holes on the 27th of April for our very next episode. Hey, April's almost over. Maybe it'll be like a sunshiny day here in Michigan for the first time, in like all frickin' winter. Maybe we'll actually be in spring. But hey, tune into that episode to find that out. You can find that episode on iTunes, Stitcher, and on Podbean. And as Eric always says, and he already said it before, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, give us a like, a rating, review, a comment to subscribe, subscription any kind of good thing on any one of those good services because it does help us out it helps eric blow snot out of his nose so you can actually hear him right and we really do appreciate it indeed
1: and i'm going to tell you what if you don't want to get over there and give us five stars here watch this i send the plague through the airwaves to you for all you folks who don't want to give me the goods (laughs) i send you the plague oh my god (laughs) this is horrible Uh, It was beautiful. They deserve it. It Takes 10 (laughs) seconds, five stars, for God's sakes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome. And hey, with that, I'm just going to say, don't don't forget to save.
1: Shut up and sit down. Beautiful. This is the worst Uh. ending ever. Oh, that was great. I loved it.